Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Coming up on the Braves Country podcast, up-and-coming country star Jacob Bryant. He grew up in the North Georgia mountains down a three-mile dirt road, started playing guitar when he was eight, and released his first full-length album called Practice What I Preach. It hit number one on the iTunes country chart. I think you'll relate to the passion Jacob Bryant has for the Braves, and he's up next. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Braves Country. This is a podcast that we do for the Atlanta Braves Radio Network that is about just living in the South, Southern lifestyle. And we also talk about music. We talk about good food. We're talking about just um, the Atlanta Braves and the fact that uh, we're right here at the stadium. So uh, we get to talk about them, get to uh, have some of the Braves players on here and there occasionally. And uh, my co-host, Scott Munn. And Tug, I just want to thank you for uh, having me along for this ride. I've had a great time so far. And uh, really just enjoying this Southern revival that you're kind of leading, man. It's really great. If you watch TV at night, there's all kinds of things to watch. Most of it ain't good. But, you know, I I grew up watching the Braves on TBS and watching the Beverly Hillbillies and Sanford and Son and, and the Andy Griffith Show. And I like all those shows. I don't know that there's anything on TV that I would actually sit down and watch with regularity anymore. It, no. There's nothing that me as a guy that was raised in the South can relate to on TV anymore. When so the, When the Braves are over, the radio gets turned off, and right. I go listen to the to the Bugs and Outback and have a good time with them frogs and drink some beer, and that's about it. That's 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 where it lies. That's about Because the TV has got nothing for you these days. No, it doesn't. And uh, so, that's why we do this podcast, and we appreciate you spending but, time with us and, and lend us, lending us your ear. Now, let me tell you something really cool that just happened, man. Yeah. I, we were talking about having this new country star from North Georgia on the show, and we called him up and we chased him down. We got him agreeing to come on the show and be on the phone. And then next thing I know, he's he's working up this way, and he's uh, he was telling me he's he's like, hey, I'm at the battery. I'm at I'm at uh, the yard house. Right? Uh, am I anywhere close to the studio? And I'm As like, yeah, you are. Of fact, you are. <laughs> so I bumped into this fellow at the bar, and I said, why don't you just come on up? And, and t- man, it's amazing to have him yeah, here. Yeah, the good Lord works in mysterious ways. Welcome Jacob Bryant to the Braves Country Podcast. Grew up in rural North Georgia. As did I, and uh, started playing guitar at eight years old. Played the you know the family was into bluegrass. Played music at church. Uh, I always enjoyed music in church, but I was never a part of it because I can't sing. I can't play anything. Like I have zero talent. Like I realize. <laughs> 
early on that I had no talent. So I was like, well, let, let's figure out a way to be around music. And, right. and it was usually I would, uh, you know, watch the lady at the church play the piano because I enjoyed it so much or uh, the guy that played the guitar. I was just super into music, but I had no ability of my own. That and a, uh, a bad case of ADD that, that I would try to pick up a guitar. And I think I, uh, I'm, I probably went to two and a half lessons and then I was done. Jacob, I did not have the the music the ability that guys like you do. I, I don't either. I'm just a guitar holder. I yeah, well, look, seriously, <laughs> but you look good doing it because I don't even get to do that. Like, there, if if I were a, if I were to have a guitar in my hand, there, somebody's looking at me like, all right, who are you handing that off to? Because I, I don't have any of that ability. But but it, it's it's interesting because you know at at one of the mini gigs that that I uh, participate in is at 101.5. We do a thing called GA Country uh, 60. And we play your music there, Thank but I'd I'd heard of it prior to that, and I'd, I'd been keeping up with you on social media and just all you know just all the places that I see you play. And as a matter of fact, last weekend, and it depends on when you listen to this, um, but for me it was last weekend. Saw you uh, open up for Tyler Farr, yep. and and it was a crazy night, and it was pouring down rain, but you, <laughs> and and was on and off. It was nuts, but it was up in Gainesville at the uh, the Olympic former Olympic Park mm-hmm. as the Olympics are going on now. Which was cool was you and Ray Fulcher and uh, and Tyler Farr. There's, there's several folks that played, but uh, man, the crowd loved you. Yeah, it was a good. It was other than the rain yeah. ruining a bunch of our gear and stuff like that, it, did, it was great. But did it? You, yeah, you guys it, got stuff ruined. Yeah, yeah but the, luckily there's a thing called insurance. So we're oh right, yeah, but, okay, good. But uh, but yeah, I mean we had a good time and uh, and you know of course Tyler's a great guy. Ray's a yeah. good guy and uh, actually ended up on the bus having a few beverages with tyler and ended up doing sling blade impressions that, that was kind of that, that was kind of our uh, that, was, that was our after show fun uh, i love it i guess that's what two dads do together now yeah, right like that, you know, just, instead of back in the day where we would you know just absolutely shotgun and beers well, and things. no we're checking each other's blood pressure and talking about <laughs> sling blade now, yeah, you, know. you know people think there's such a party on the bus but really it's just a bunch of guys sitting around maybe playing poker probably just doing sling blade impressions <sighs> that or looking up videos of like old school classic Classic rock yeah. videos and stuff, trying to figure out why we're not that cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's hard to be that cool these days. I mean, you know, because everything, no matter what you do, it seems like these days somebody don't like you for it. You know, no matter what it is. Like if you go to church, there's people don't like you for it. If you play country music, there's people don't like you for it. I, I don't. I, I think that's the problem. Like a long, a long time ago, it seems like as society gets more accepting. It really doesn't. Oh, they just need a big case of haterade. That's yeah, all. that's right, man. I'm telling you what. But uh, so, who did the better impression on the bus? Was it uh, you or Tyler? Or who I, was think, it? I think Tyler won that one. Okay, all right. He, he already kind of talked. Like yeah, he that, does. You know, I know, know, right? But no, he he. I think he won it for sure. Okay, sure. all right. Because when I was up on the bus, God, I can't. I think I told you this. We we were up on the bus and and talking and hanging out, and I hadn't seen him in. A, it's probably been 18 months or a couple of years, maybe. But you know, just catching up, hadn't seen each other in a while, and. By the time we're in talking, his wife calls him on the and FaceTimes with the and he goes from like this cool country artist to daddy in the, I mean the blink of an eye and he's like hey baby how are you and he's talking to his little six month old baby you know it, it all of a sudden all that you know all that whatever that the mystique persona, is yeah. that persona just goes away because he's just a regular dude like everybody else yeah it was cool and you got you have a kid and you have a family too yeah. yeah oh two. wow. Yeah, Tell we get Naomi, my daughter. Uh, she'll be two in September, and then we just had a little boy, Weston. Uh, he'll be, I guess, three months here, coming up pretty quick. Goodness gracious, man! They grow up fast. Mine, mine's seventeen. Oh Lord! Yeah, no kidding, man. We're like this weekend. We're going on a a, a baseball recruiting trip. You know, because he's he's a pretty competitive baseball player, and 
but I, I can't. I still have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that he's that he's going to be a junior. I, like I remember being a junior in I high school. I was about to say I still feel like I'm in high school. Yeah, I know, right? right? Most of the time, I'm just a grown kid. Yeah, know? well, I think that, that's just a male condition. I think it's just being a dude is that kind of condition. Yeah, you know, yeah. going back to sling braid and putting mm-hmm. impressions and yeah. you know sitting on the bus. Do the kids? Uh, do they know that you play country music? They come to the show sometime, check it out, or they yeah. understand what's going on yet? Uh, I don't know about understand. I mean, my daughter, she's definitely into watching. She calls me Daggy. <laughs> I um, love it. That we got a photographer that came to the Tyler Farr show or whatever yeah. he captured a picture of Naomi standing side stage just kind of in awe like why is my daggy doing that yeah you know, right whatever but that's cool it's uh it's one of those I'm definitely gonna frame and put in my man cave somewhere yeah it, it's pretty cool but I I don't think she really fathoms anything other than that's her dad up there playing a guitar yeah. you know so. yeah yeah you just gotta grow up it's funny uh because my son growing up around a radio station and now he tells me he's like I want to you know I want to work in radio I'm like no you don't <laughs> first of all no you don't go get yourself a good job a good pay go, go be a doctor a lawyer a real estate agent something you know be able to pay the bills and, that sounds uh, like a Willie Nelson song uh, let them be doctors and lawyers yes, and it's such. such absolutely <laughs> mommy don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys but you know um, talking to Jacob Bryant here on Braves Country you grew up in Jasper so I grew up in Dalton so yeah. we would you know we would grow up terribly uh, far apart hmm. The only the only difference is Dalton's got all the factories, you know. Yep. So everybody kind of comes into Dalton from all over to, to work. The carpet mills. Yeah, it's exactly right. Companies, yeah. yeah, did you ever do any of that stuff? Uh, I, I never worked in them or, or went up there for flooring or anything. I, I guess the first few times I came to Dalton was when I was in the Christian rock scene. Uh, yeah, uh, played. I say played in a band for a very short period of time. Played in a band called the Ever Present Surrender, mm-hmm. um, and they were like a kind of hard Christian rock band or whatever. All right. I went up there to, uh, to kind of audition, and at the time, of course, I sucked. And uh, <laughs> that seems and, problematic. And, and, and uh, one of my buddies that was playing drums for another band that I was in, or whatever, ended up auditioning for them and got the gig and stayed with them for a little while. But that was my at least coolest memories of Dalton. Like the first time going there, I felt like I was in a third world country or something because yeah. I grew up in the middle of nowhere and yeah. on a dirt road in Jasper. I was kind of sheltered for a good minute, but yeah. I uh, I finally kind of started broadening my horizons with Dalton being one of those horizons. Yeah, man. Yeah, going to the big city of the Dalton. thriving yeah. metropolis, absolutely. <laughs> you get Los Reyes Mexican restaurant, it's great. Yeah. You know, it, but it is, you know, it's funny because my, it, this, the strangest thing, Scott, and you probably can relate to this with, you know, how transient this area can be. It, it's funny, my wife is from upstate New York. We mm-hmm. met while I was in the Navy. We'll tell the story later, but um, she was on vacation and I was stationed there in Virginia Beach. Anyway, 20 years later, you know, we're married with a 17-year-old kid. Those Navy but, guys get all the girls. I'm telling you, it's the uniform, believe me. <laughs> and But but it's interesting that her uh, first trip that she ever ma- uh, made to Georgia when we were dating, we drove over to Jasper because her uncle that she had never met and a day in her life lived in Jasper. He had moved down and uh, years might, and years ago. Y'all might be kinfolk. It could be. That's there, what I'm there's, saying. So there's, there is something about Jasper. I don't know why, but I've met so many people that randomly were like, oh, by the way, I'm... You know, coming to Jasper to stay in a cabin. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> because it's nice over there, man. Like, well, all we got is Rocco's and a jail. That's all That's you it. need, really, because, I mean, after a night at Rocco's, you got to have now, a place wait, to now, sleep. Wait a oh, minute. You're, you're, what is Rocco's? Let's Rocco's, hear all about that. Rocco's is one of the first places I kind of gigged around in when I swapped over into country music. But um, I say swapped over. I was always into country music. But when I started, I guess, trying to do it for a living, it was a little, little bar gig close to home that I could make a decent little paycheck at. But... Now, Rocco's, uh, it's just a cool place. Got a good atmosphere, a huge deck or whatever. And it's uh, live music pretty much every day. And they have. Went, so cool. Yeah. It, it was pretty It was pretty awesome playing there, you know, coming up or whatever. But 
Yeah, if you if you leave Rocco's, make sure you call an Uber all the way from Atlanta because it's way cheaper than a DUI. For <laughs> yeah, sure. You right. know, another place that I know is kind of a hometown gig for you is Blue Ridge, Georgia. Yeah, you yeah. play up there a lot, right? I, I did, uh, not much anymore. Well, you um, know, I, you know how I know. Did they that. run you off or something? No, no. I, I'm actually I'm actually playing my final gig ever in Blue Ridge uh, this weekend. What do you mean? Well, you're going to retire? You're going to retire from Blue Ridge? Yeah, well, well no, it's not that. The, the what happened is is the the place that I kind of cut my teeth in. Um, they're only doing like acoustic stuff now they're not doing oh. live music because there's apartments above it and sound oh, and blah, people blah, blah. get upset and we like it loud proud and in yeah. your face a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. so it's just, and it's also one of them things too i mean it only hold about 300 people and it means you're doing something right if you're kind of outgrowing a venue yeah, yeah. Mean, you know I jacob it. it's time to bring in the mobile stage and rock the street Hey, there you go. That's what we do around here, you know. What I mean? Right, right. Hey. <laughs> but I tell you how Hold I know. My beer and watch this. <laughs> watch this. I know. I tell you how I know that is. Uh, I called Travis Ellis up uh, from the Shepherd's Men, uh, mm-hmm. one of our friends who was on the show recently, and uh, we were going to do a benefit concert up there with Kevin Kenny from Driving and Crying, mm-hmm. and uh, we were looking at dates, and there was this date we wanted, and then he said, "Oh no, 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 we can't do it that night. Jacob Bryant is playing downtown, <laughs> and he." Is, there will be nobody that'll come to our show because Jacob Bryant's going to suck all the people out of there. So we, uh, we do well in Blue Ridge. We, the last, I don't know, uh, Scott is my witness here. He, uh, my security and TM guy that helps us out a lot. He, uh, I guess, probably the last, I don't know, twelve or fifteen shows we played up there, we sell out every time. So it, that's it's, cool, man. It's but it's also a little bit sketchy too because like there's been nights where there's some dude grab my manager by the throat because he won't leave and my manager's trying to get him to leave when the doors close. Oh, good lord. Oh, yeah. And then one night there was a drunk guy poured beer all over our monitor console and my, my 75-year-old grandpa had to get neck on him a little bit. Uh-oh. Look at here. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just one of them awesome things like when you look back at it, but at the time there's been some sketchy moments for yeah, sure. Yeah, it seems like it would be a good opportunity for writing great country songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely in a couple. I don't know that I've technically mentioned the name of the venue in a song, but I've, I've written about some yeah, areas. Yeah, just the yeah, the yeah. events, the, the yeah. events surrounding yeah. the the uh, the show. That's which is super cool, man. Well, I, drop dropping their name costs extra anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right, absolutely. That's right. You don't do that. Hey, yeah, and there's three of us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, we got to splitting it three ways, man. Nobody that that's not going to make anybody rich. But uh, but it, it's you know it's fun. Country is that's the thing I think I love about country music so much. And I've told this to many people that have been on before. Like my kid was super into hip hop like mm-hmm. that's all he really listened to and um one day he heard me listening to keith whitley mm-hmm. and he was like i kind of like that and i was like all right well let's let's explore this a little bit and then we moved on we brought in some jamie johnson and some george Strait and some george jones and just whatever and then he also loves like the 80s rock that we we're talking the classic rock you know whether it's bob Seger or van halen or, right. or even going back even further to zeppelin and that sort of stuff but but he's really developed a love for country music out of the storytelling in country music. And that's that. And I guess that's why I bring that up is that that's the beauty of country, right? It's Absolutely. it's what yeah. you've lived and written down. Right. Yeah, I mean, you reference Keith. I mean, Keith Whitley is my favorite singer of all time. Amen. Outside, Mine too. Him, him or George Jones. And then I guess if you pick somebody a little more new age, Travis Tritt would be my yeah. close third. But, but a lot of the stage presence stuff that I took was more from Travis. But as far as the storytelling and the the you know just vocal ability oh that I, I guess i've studied and just worshiped yeah. was keith whitley oh my gosh he's the greatest he is my favorite mm-hmm. country like because I'm, I'm a huge Waylon fan i got a Waylon t-shirt and hat and all that so i love Waylon jennings but um but i gotta tell you if i'm listening and i listen to Waylon a lot 
But the, if I had to put who I listen to, if you, if you were to break out my Apple, you know, mm-hmm. my Apple iTunes account and look at the songs that are streamed, it's Keith Whitley's greatest hits pretty much on a loop <laughs> for the last, you know, 15 yeah. years or so. But it's so it's cool for my son to be able to be into that, at least with me. And uh, but but that's where it is, Scott. It's all about the storytelling. And that's what he is really gravitated for. And, and he's got this group of buddies. Then they all play ball together and whatever. They're rising juniors at Alpharetta High School. But. Even kids that have never even heard a country song mm-hmm. are listening to country with him and through him. He, like he, they all love Morgan Wallen, yeah. you know, and and have listened to him a ton. And and I think that's the beauty of country music is able to connect and it cuts through mm-hmm. where other genres of music may not. For sure, yeah, I love Morgan too. I love yeah Hardy. Some oh my of those gosh, guys, they're 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 innovative. You know, they're they're doing things that are still country and still keep it at its root without technically, I guess stealing from traditional because i guess yeah. i i lean more in the traditional slash southern rock kind of uh i call it country done my way it's just yeah. a rock band with a country singer you yeah know? But, yeah but uh but yeah i mean they they kind of made their own thing you know and, yeah they and, have and it's, and it's pretty cool to watch some of the younger crown really really gravitate because there. when you listen to morgan wallen i mean he grew up m- very similar to you oh, and yeah. i, I oh, mean, he's, he's, he's neck too yes there he is <laughs> good lord and and but he sings about things that that you and i can relate to mm-hmm. but it's but it's cool at the same time and and kids can dig it as well it's just what i love and jacob you know we've really fallen in love with your music man i, I gotta you, tell you you got some great stuff i love how you're you're doing the straight ahead thing with the lyrics sometimes mm-hmm. but you really are combining that southern rock uh maybe a little bit of that 80s rock influence yeah. is in there. <laughs> I hear a little metal influence, and then there's the straight-up country. I mean, I can hear a little Hank Williams in there. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm loving this stuff, and I see that you're getting some attention in the U.K. as well. You got, I, I love this song, Good Old Boy, and then I see there's now a U.K. rock remix or something like that. What What's is that, that about? Even, what does that even mean, a <laughs> U.K. rock remix? <laughs> well, what, what, it's kind of hard to explain without telling you kind of the whole story. Uh, okay. Universal U.K. approached us with a... a spinoff label they have over there called spine farm slash snake farm records but it's it's an umbrella of universal okay and uh they were like man this poor whiskey on my grave uh single is amazing and it went number one over here on itunes and whatever we want to re-release it on a major scale over there to national radio and and whatever well they did the single and it went number one and are on terrestrial radio over there um and then they decided they wanted to release the whole entire record then great and good old boy was the second uh thing but over there to answer your question about the rock remix thing is you know over here i guess i would consider myself in the country southern rock vein but over there they call you classic rock over there no just oh. rock just rock, rock. Yeah, yeah for some reason even like poor whiskey they considered rock music over yeah. there um have you been over there to tour yet? Not yet. We are. We're Man, going. you're going to oh, love that's it. That's cool. The fans over up. there, I mean, we, we, are the, we have the best fans ever in the Southeast, mm-hmm. but over there, they're so respectful, you can hear a pin drop through your whole song, and they'll wait till that last note is finished awesome. resonating, and then they burst into applause. It's amazing. And they oh, don't well, sing man. along because they want to just hear it. So it's a different way of appreciating the music. They, I mean, I like a They still love music. They don't watch with their eyes. They listen with their ears. That's huh? correct. That's, that's, that's awesome. correct. But, but, you know, we've still got it covered down here in the South. They're doing a cheap impression of the crowds down here. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, no doubt about it. But, but that's cool, man, because you have that experience with yeah. with uh, gosh, who several artists. You've, you've been over there a few times, mainly with Blackberry Smoke. We went over there, and it was amazing to to see those crowds and how they react across the continent of Europe, but especially in the UK, they really respect the artistry and uh, it's hard not so, to respect Charlie, man. Yeah, yeah, well, he yeah, he's the guy, man. <laughs> but One, all of them, probably all the, of them. Yeah, Charlie's probably the best 
I'd say with him and Warren Haynes might be neck and neck right now mm. on guitar. Well, play. I got to tell you, man, the only thing about Charlie that 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 gives me pause is that he's an Auburn fan. <laughs> so, I mean, like of all the things, Charlie really, yeah, dude, yeah. it'll break your heart. When he told me, I almost fell on the floor. Yeah. We'll have to go listen to the Steelwoods now. <laughs> as, as, as I wear my Georgia hat and polo, you know, and, nah, and still rocks. No, absolutely. It's what about you, Jacob Bryan? Where you fall in the college football world? This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century Twenty One Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the Island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So what about you, Jacob Bryan? Where do you fall in the college football world? UJ, what do you think? Okay, go dogs. dogs. That's Come right. On, you're in the right. You're in the Come right on, place. I'm, I'm not. I'm not necessarily the biggest football fan because I never played it. I was a pitcher um, yeah. and played baseball my whole life, so I, I wasn't, uh, I guess, a follower of any kind of football sport until I got of drinking age. And yeah, then and all of a sudden, well, it's like, what do you do? You yeah. just go somewhere on Saturday and hang out with a bunch of chicks and play cornhole and drink beer. So and, that, and watch college football. Yeah. So roll that, that in. That was just one of those where I, I guess, kind of sort of started keeping up with it a little bit. Plus, yeah. concerts are great on Friday night before a ball game. You know, you oh can play gosh, Athens on a Friday night, you're going to slam it. So that's always fun. Now, what about baseball? Are you, te- are you teaching, you're raising your kids on Braves baseball? I know you came up on it, right? Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, my son, the first day he was live, I made him watch a Braves game in the hospital. <laughs> um, that's awesome. That's, that's actually the truth. Um, That's good news right there. I was like, hey, can y'all turn the Braves on? Do y'all have ballet sports? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, you know, they when they swapped. Yeah, from Fox Sports, yeah. uh, when Bally bought the mm-hmm. uh, the regional networks out. Yeah, so it, luckily they did at uh, Northside Cherokee. So thank you, Northside Cherokee, yeah, yeah, for not to, making me miss a Braves game. That's so. right. Way to be a savior. But, no, I'm uh, I'm one of those guys, like I, I was telling Scott even before this, like I, I don't keep up with just minuscule stats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's but, okay. But, yeah. but I uh, – Every single day, I'm either watching it on my phone, like the box yeah. <laughs> on the MLB app, yeah. or finding some pirated website to watch. Yeah, it right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, <laughs> or, you ever listen I'm on the radio you. anymore? Come I, on now. Well, I do if I'm driving, but I, that's another thing I, I hate to admit, but I hate driving. Oh, like, okay. I've, I've, got well, so, I've got so used to being on a bus. like I, That sounds bougie <laughs> as crap, I know. But, <laughs> well, that's where your road manager comes in. Yeah, yeah, right. but, but no, I, I told my wife, I said, man, if I could just you know make enough money in life to just hire a Belvedere, I've yeah. made it. <laughs> like, Belvedere, I want to go to the varsity. <laughs> Please take me there. Yeah, yeah Belvedere. Rapidly. Yeah, rapidly. <laughs> yeah. I need a six-poke of Miller, and that's I need right. to go to the varsity. That's exactly right. No, that's <laughs> great. It's funny, man, I, and I don't mean to take it back to my kid again, but at the same time, he's the same way. Like, he didn't really like to drive. Mm-hmm. And he's big into playing baseball, as, as we said. And so he's having to, you know, drive a lot of different places all summer. And 
And when he's got to go too far, he's like, do you think I can catch a ride? Do you, do you think you could take me and then go to work? I'm like, dude, you got a Jeep. Where'd you go? Yep. You know, I'm like, I'm tired of driving you around. So, Tug, you're a Belvedere, baby. I, yes, I am. Well, as, as a parent, you're always, yeah, that's that's your title. Like, it's a, it's it, it's in parentheses under your title on your business card. Yeah, I don't know when it happened for me, because I, I remember early in life, I loved driving. Like, I, I drove my dad all the way to Panama City one time while he slept in the passenger let's seat. Go. You know, like, let's, let's go. I listened to a Brantley Gilbert record, though. Yeah. way there like the first Brantley record and dad said he woke up we were running down the road and he said he kind of opened his eyes for a little bit and all he could see was the yellow line going off the interstate and, <laughs> and what it was is I, I when you got to go you got to go yeah so yeah I, I hit the guardrail there you go. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> not not literally hit yeah, it, but yeah. I, I, I yeah. had to jump over the guardrail because yeah. there was nowhere to yeah go yeah yeah so, no I know what you mean but I about gave my dad a heart attack while I was yeah. going on but sure, as long as, as long as you stay out of the ditch everything's cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't even know if there was rumble strips back you were then. Not, not a man what year was that Let's see, I was probably 15. I, I know I only had my learners, and I was definitely driving overnight, so that was illegal. But Yeah, right. Uh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, everybody breaks I don't the law. 15, 16 years ago, I'm 31. Yeah, okay. 16 years ago. Yeah, so. man, that's fun times. The Redneck Riviera, man. Who had who didn't from this area or, or from the southeastern United States, like who doesn't go to Panama City Beach, PCB, Destiny, or 30A, yeah. or yeah. whatever? I mean, that's mm-hmm. like... That's where everybody goes. I mean, yep. when you're on, it's crazy, and you may know this too, Scott. Like when you're on vacation, like half of because I live in Alpharetta, half of Alpharetta is there while you're there. You know, it's like you, it's just Pretty like much. you took up your whole town, and everybody has just showed up at this one mm-hmm. spot, and there happens to be beach and, and and booze and you know whatever. But that's where everybody goes. Yep, yep. And sometimes this, you'll find that ant you don't like, or you yeah. know, like all that stuff. That's I mean, right. You, <laughs> right. But yeah, I. Uh, I if any of my aunts are listening to this, I love he likes all. Yeah, there's he didn't not, mean it. That he didn't was, mean it. It was just an example. It was just yeah, it's not real. But for me, it's Tybee Island though, because I like I to stay Tybee. Georgia side yeah. of things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, so like I, the Atlantic. I, yeah, I love I love Tybee Island, but yeah. I will go down to Florida if they pay me for a gig. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been to you Tybee. Toured, oh you yeah, never, oh. you gotta go, man. Man, we got to get. There's a great little Tybee Theater down there. You would love to play down. Let's there. talk about it. Yeah, we can set it up. Look, this is like business happening. I need to step back. Yeah, seriously, because I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know about the theater and i wouldn't know how to book you even if i did i, I don't a, know how to book me either i, I would just make him call jeff my manager. That's right. i love it all right jeff let's let's have a call after the show yes that's you. what we'll get there yeah five, also, five, you know five, what 50, you know yeah. they also have on on tybee ellen they also have a pirate fest which oh, cool. is amazing they have bands play and everybody all the people are dressed up like pirates and they're just going nuts so, no, I mean it sounds fantastic. It's amazing. I love like, it. Like and, a uh, Louisiana, what's the jazz fest down there? Right? Yeah, jazz. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. Jazz fest. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that one too. I've never done. You that. will. I think you're going to do them all, man. From what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt, man. So, so have you ever played down in, in PC Beach or that area since you since you traveled down there? A little yeah, bit? Uh, we drove through a hurricane to play at La Vila of all places. Club La. V- Is that place still open? That's I don't. A- I don't think so anymore. Okay. But but th- when this happened, I, I can't remember which hurricane it was, but we were playing in Tifton, Georgia. <laughs> Um, at a buddy of mine's bar, and we get a call that Gulf Coast Jam was completely stopping. Eric Church was the headliner that yeah. year. And, uh, like, all these people were already set up in these hotels, and the, they weren't leaving, you know I mean? Yeah. Like we were just talking about, all these people, they don't care. They're, yeah. they're going to party regardless if the concert goes on or not, you know? Yeah. So we uh, we ended up taking the gig, you know? They called us. It was like, how quick can you be here? You <laughs> yeah. know? As soon as I can get there, I'll be there. We need to, we need y'all to load in at blah, blah, blah. Well, the hurricane had already moved through there, mm-hmm. and it was, like, hitting Tifton at the mm-hmm. time. 
So we get down the road, you know, and there's tree limbs flying across the highway. And at the time, we didn't have the bus and all that. We were in a 15-passenger van with a trailer, you know. I love it. Power lines and stuff. And, yeah, anyway, so we drove through the hurricane like crazy people and played Club La Vila. We even got, the, so we cool. even got the bartender fired that night because she, <laughs> she got she got a little tatered with us and, and had a couple too many shots of rumple mints, and they ended up firing her. And she, part, she partied with us. Well, at least night, she so. had a good time. I mean, at least you're going down in flames. If you're going down, I just want to go down in flames, right? Uh, that was that was in my crazy days, man. I don't I don't go that hard anymore. Yeah, me either. I don't I, have the ability. It's hard for me to make it all the way through a Braves game without dozing off. Yeah, my, my wife's in there like popping me going, yeah. hey. Yeah, yeah, they just Dansby scored. just hit a green slam. Exactly. Did you, how'd you miss it? <laughs> Lord, be like, sweetheart, we're DVRing, and I'll see it on social media 10,000 times. I got it. I got it. No, it, it, it's good, though. But didn't you recently just put, you and Kevin were down in in uh, in the panhandle somewhere, weren't you? You know, we're always somewhere around the south whenever I roll around with Kevin, and I think we did go down there, but he, he does uh, quite well all along the coast, and we get down there quite a bit. We love it. And uh, But I tell you what, that driving through a thunderstorm reminds me that uh, I did want to ask you something serious not to bring it down okay, too much well, but i got a serious question here yeah. i love i'm loving your song uh baptized by the river man mm-hmm. um and i love when you say that you're baptized by the river in the middle of a thunderstorm mm-hmm. ain't that the best time to turn towards that kind of thing really Absolutely. when thunderstorm well, rolls in yeah when you're i mean when you're down and out the one dude you turn to is the good lord i mean i, I don't know how anybody believes or whatever but i believe in you know Jesus Christ, for there sure. you go but you're in the Lord right place you're, you're in welcome to company but but, but i uh i'll never claim to be perfect you know i'm not please a, don't i'm not a go to church every sunday every time yeah. lights are on kind of guy i mean the bible says we're two or more gathered in his name that's church so we have we're church in church right, right now hallelujah hey, but, but, but no i uh being a praise and worship leader back in the day of course i saw some stuff behind the scenes and you know working in a church setting that i didn't necessarily care for and and so from that moment forward, I've always just tried to make it, you know, the the Bible to me is an instruction manual to your life to be a better person and try to walk more Christ-like, not to try to be Christ or yeah, try to, sure. you know, impress somebody in, you know, in your local church or whatever. So I, I don't know. I just, I just try to do good for people, be nice to people and, and be more Christ-like the best way I know how. You know? Yeah, man, uh, that's, I mean, dude, if if you, you hit the nail on the head, I don't think I could have summarized it better myself. It's it is. It's all about just being good to one another and and uh, to, being Christ-like, man. I think that's a, you. You hit the nail on the head because none of us are going to be perfect. And nope. and and you know what? And this is the fault in me, I guess. I don't even really want to be perfect. No, nope. to be honest, I don't want to be perfect. And, one and perfect but, man. Yeah, right. And and <laughs> and I try to tell my wife and son and family, I'm like, we're not going to be perfect. Let's just be good to one another. But but it does come back to how much faith plays into oftentimes country music because look sure. think about hank williams hank williams with i saw the light mm-hmm. and keith whitley and, and the hymns he did mm-hmm. <clears throat> alan jackson uh, alabama and uh randy travis i can think of all uh all of their song all the recorded stuff that they've done over the years that are that are hymns you mm-hmm. know that are just hymn based albums and yep. and some of that's my favorite stuff. I mean, I, that I'll listen to when I go and listen to Alan Jackson. I don't always go to Chattahoochee. Oh, you yeah. know, I don't always go to Dallas or or tonight I climb the wall. Yeah. Sometimes I go to softly and tenderly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to get into music business or radio, you got to have some kind of faith because it's a one in a million chance we're going to do anything with it. I mean, yeah, it, no, you're and right, I, and that's the truth. I mean, it it's a. Uh, I mean, everybody's always called it a ten year business. I mean, I'm I'm on year twelve or thirteen now. Mm-hmm. You know, and things are just now starting to pop off. You just got to have enough 
faith and enough work ethic, work through it, and 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 ye ye with it, and eventually, yeah. it, eventually, your time comes. You know. Yeah. So. And yeah. you started as a youth minister, is that right, or a youth group leader? Or? Well, no, I, I started off. At, uh, I played in a bluegrass band with my grandparents. Um, I say a bluegrass band. We just got together and had bluegrass pickings on the front porch. <laughs> Fair and stuff, enough. But close enough. But yeah. uh, they went and played a couple of gigs or whatever. But uh, when I was about eight, I guess is when I started. Uh, and of course. Old school Keith Whitley, Ricky Skaggs, mm-hmm. Third Time Out, Blue oh Ridge Grass, Whew. good uh, stuff, all that stuff. Um, but anyway, I grew up in that, and then was kind of the shy kid really throughout school. I failed chorus in high school because I was too shy to sing in front of anybody, <laughs> and then now I sing for a living. It's yeah, right. weird, but, I love it. But yeah, I did do. Uh, my mom kind of pushed me into the whole, which we didn't really go to church a lot growing up. But she found this non-denominational church that kind of believes the way I believe now. It's a little more like a instruction manual for your mm-hmm. life kind of thing. And uh, she was like, "Just try it once. Go with me once, mm-hmm. and go to the youth group or whatever." And it, and I had grown up like foot washing Southern Baptist. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I'd me never too. seen a drum set inside of a church mm-hmm. or guitars or big lights or any of that. You know, so it was like culture shock for me. But um anyway had a blast loved it first time i honestly feel like i felt god you Mm -hmm. know was in a church like that and um somehow ended up falling into the lead worship guys role on accident kind of and uh stayed there for a couple years and did that and there was a church in calhoun and a church in ball ground and i kind of did a little bit of both back and forth but um Anyway, just did that for a little bit, and that's kind of where I cut my teeth, I guess, as far as my first time standing on stage singing to mm-hmm. people or mm-hmm. or whatever. But, um, yeah, after a little bit of that and kind of, like I said before, seeing a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff in church, I kind of had my feel with it and was like, I'm going to go back and play some bluegrass and country music. There you go, man. And add a little Travis in there, put a yeah. little drive in it. You know? Dude, I love, yeah, put a little drive in your country. so good. We were watching, uh, it was just uh, happened to be on TV the other night. We were watching... Um, the Joe Pesci movie when he's the lawyer and he comes to Georgia or out, no, it's Alabama and he's defending his cousin, my cousin Vinny. Yeah. The, the and, two Utes. The yeah, two Utes. that's exactly right. And Travis Tritt has Bible Belt in that. It's on the oh, soundtrack yeah. and in the movie. And I'd forgotten because I hadn't heard it in so long. And and it's like I snapped right back in because I knew every word. And it was like right. I, you know, I listened to it, you know, a million times mm-hmm. before. It was Travis so good. Amazing, Gosh, yeah. he's so good, isn't he? It's, uh, it's, he just, um, he, uh, I, I wish he got the credit that he deserved because I don't think he does. No, for sure. Definitely not because uh, there's not many people that the second you hear their voice, you, you, know. you know exactly who it is. Yeah. And it, that's Travis, man. That's no doubt Travis. about it. Now, I guess I'm the downer question guy on this yeah, particular please, episode, if you don't but mind. I do want to address something if you don't yeah, mind talking yeah. about it. Uh, Jacob Bryan, I know that in 2010 you kind of had a rough year, and, and mm. a lot of people can relate to that who've had some rough years. Uh, in the last couple years here mm. and uh i read that you had to kind of battle back and you fought your way back from some depression tell us about what all happened that year what you went through and how your faith helped you get through it and your music helped you get through it as well i guess right yeah uh yeah 2010 to still this day is the worst year of my life um lost my mom uh i was 19 she went to sleep just didn't wake up you know it was a weird situation um but, yeah, I was headed to Nashville, got a call from my uncle, and he said, hey, man, you need to turn around. Your mom's blue. And I said, what? You know, he was like, don't ask no questions. Turn around. I was right above Chattanooga. So I spun it around, put, the fl- put it to the floor, put my flashers on, and went. A couple state patrols, Tennessee state patrol guys got behind me trying to pull me over. It didn't stop. And thank God they didn't try to pit maneuver me or whatever. When I put my flashers on, they pulled off. I guess they understood it was an emergency or whatever. But. 
made it all the way back and the inevitable you know mom had passed and whatever but yeah um to talk about i guess going through the darkness of that i uh, before that I'd never really had any addiction issues or depression issues or anxiety or panic attacks or any of that crap and then of course all of that stuff started happening directly after that I ended up having a heart attack at 19 from what too, too many Red Bulls it was chemically induced but it was because I'd be an idiot because yeah. I was trying to you know not care I guess yeah, at, at that time in that age it's just kind of what you do you drowned it with something you know I was actually working uh, at a place called USA Concrete right down the road here uh, and we got rushed to the hospital and the doctor's like man you're like you'd be alive as a kid came in here yesterday and didn't make it through this exact same thing because of energy drinks so wow. anytime i get a chance to tell somebody to leave red bull alone sorry red bull but yeah, yeah. put, put them all you, you got to put them all down <laughs> yeah man i mean but the least is going to happen to you is a kidney stone and the worst is going to happen to you is a heart attack. yeah but so that and then you know of course after that went through the alcoholism and some drug use and things that don't necessarily go into a whole lot but yeah Yeah. i I did uh i did a little bit of everything for a little while and uh thank god i came out on the other side of it um and i'll definitely credit that to my to my current wife i actually went through a divorce of of my first wife at that time or whatever and and my current wife now Brittany. she's she's the staple that saved my life I'll, i'll tell everybody that to this day she she actually physically resuscitated me once so yeah, wow. she's she's my angel man yeah i think that uh in life that the good lord knows what he's doing and sometimes he teaches you lessons you know at, at we're going talking about church at, at our church the pastor just retired a couple of years ago he he says something and i've brought this up a few times but he says something that that resonates with me and he said god allows things he hates to accomplish what he loves and yeah. and i thought that was the most like it blew my hair back Mm -hmm. i was just like holy smokes you know because you think about all the crazy things that happen in life how how could this happen whether it's something like you're talking about or or just somebody just randomly gets in a car wreck and it's just Mm -hmm. it's just and or somebody has cancer i mean there's a thousand different scenarios that you could work out but but that statement always makes it okay for Mm -hmm. me you know I, i know things are bad and and i'm not trying to diminish what people are going through but at the same time I know there's there's a there's a bright outcome on the greater the other plan. Side. Yeah, the greater plan. That's exactly right. So, dude, congratulations on just being able to to shake that because some people can't. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I I went through the addiction thing for a good minute. I actually quit drinking for a little while just to make sure I had it in check, you know. And then now mm-hmm. I have my beers or whatever, but yeah. I don't do liquor anymore or, or any kind of hard stuff yeah. <laughs> like I used to. Yeah, no. And how did your music help you out through all that? Man, the writing, the writing process, man. I mean, writing was my therapist. I mean, growing up the way I grew up, I mean, going to a therapist or something like that, which is something that, you know, I wish I would have done now, you know, wasn't even an option up where I'm from. I mean, I'm sure there are therapists somewhere close, but I don't know, like the way we grew up, you know, Papa, my dad, whoever would be like, man, not up, shut up. You know, yeah, get, right. Get it together. You're yeah, all right. You yeah, know. yeah, absolutely. Put so the dirt on it. Yeah, so there, there was no you know being not okay you just mm-hmm. had to be okay yeah you know so I, that's kind of what i did is i just self-medicated you know? yeah but um but yeah i made it through it and like i said now i can have some adult beverages and yeah and be cool cook a burger and watch the braves and i'm good to go there so. you go man dude life sounds good you know it? a lot of musicians that that whole thing happens to them in their 40s mm-hmm. so you put the hard part first so now it's just all uphill from here. I mean, downhill, or easy from here, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. We're still climbing the ladder. <laughs> right. I, mean, I mean, like I said, it's it's joining the, the, the I guess, the dream of music or the dream of radio or really, or acting or any kind of thing in the inter- entertainment world is it, 
is such a huge feat to accomplish in general. Um, so I don't think that the climb will ever stop, but I definitely think that it's it's on the on the right path to being a little easier. Well, well how, sure. how is touring going for you, and what's coming up? You got any new tours or recordings on the horizon? Yeah, yeah, we cut a whole record. We cut 30 tracks. We're releasing 12 um, 12 of those tracks. Uh, we actually signed a deal with a company called 30 Tigers, which is where Luke Combs yeah, started out. Yeah, I know 30 Tigers. Um, but, yeah, David Macias over there is great people. And He's a good guy, yeah. Zach and Matt and all, all the guys that are helping. Thank you, guys. But, uh, man, we're uh, we're excited. We're finally, you know, working with a label and things like that in, in, in the U.S. as well, not only the U.K. now. So it's it's definitely uh, a different ball game when you got, you know, coal in the train and the thing's got a little steam, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. How often do you get to Nashville? It depends, man. I mean, like the last couple months I've been about every other week. But, okay. But, um when i'm not working i mean once every couple months or something like that but um i I try to go uh sometimes just for fun but most of the time it's for work so it's about every other week yeah but work is fun though right i mean when when you do when you do this for a living i mean that's well yeah i mean i'm jesse triplett's my producer who plays in collective soul and i know Mm -hmm. you guys know ed and sure um but yeah i mean ed was nice enough to come out when i did the live at the print shop thing with adam blank and, and check us out live and stuff so that was really cool see a uh, childhood hero kind yeah. of show up but and then adam hooked it up where we got to play golf with chipper and and his dad hawk and stuff so that that was really cool too so yeah that's big time. It's, it's, it's awesome man getting to uh getting to meet some of these people i grew up you know idolizing look, looking at as icons you know yeah. and, and you know now i'm you know kind of hanging with them a little bit so yeah right nice. it, it's one of those where i want somebody to punch me and wake me up a little bit yeah you know? no, like it's I, terrific. I, i'm pretty sure i'm dreaming but but you know you'll you'll need to remember that feeling five ten years from now when kids are, kids are lining up for your autograph you know what i mean i mean that's it's going to be it's yeah. going to be like that for you man it will be there's no doubt about it but and and just because of who you are Mm -hmm. and in this very short amount of time that we've been talking you know you've really illustrated that and who you are and i don't think that'll be an issue man just uh being a regular dude you know it's it's so common the i think it's common in country music more than than any any place else but uh but definitely common with with folks that grew up like you and i did yeah man i mean uh my grandma would say we all sit on the same pot that's you know, exactly right and, and that's, that's that's the way i look at it man i, I ain't never gonna be no different what was uh what was her favorite uh what was your favorite meal that she cooked oh god probably pan fried chicken livers yes sir i used to get them at the favorite market yeah yeah we used to get them at dunn's fina at 108 and uh, 515 right there above sackets and jasper but yeah uh pan fried chicken livers it, it, between that one or believe it or not, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I've, I've never been one to eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. And she would always get me those uh, Carnation instant breakfast shakes. Mm-hmm. And to this day, for some reason, it just reminds me of my mama when I think about Carnation instant breakfast. So, That's so funny. I have some of those in my cabinet right now. Really? Yeah, because I used to get them so with They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> tell me, that's how you can tell you grew up, Scott, like when you grew up very similarly. Like all the things <laughs> kind of, they, there's just a common thread there yeah. that yeah. you see all the time. Uh, favorite places to eat, like barbecue, beaten three, like in Jasper or in Nashville or anywhere yeah, you've we, toured. We just have to talk to everybody about their favorite barbecue spots or, or meeting through mom and pops, stuff like that. Scott we, has messed me up on the whole barbecue Scott, thing. what have you done? He took me to the OG Fox Brothers. Now uh, I'm ruined. Fox Brothers, <laughs> Fox is, Brothers is my go-to now. But I guess if you're going to eat up around Jasper, I'd have to pick uh, good old barbecue. Barbecue is so good. The Haga Chonga. That, that's the one. Let's <laughs> see what you got to get. Barbecue burrito. Yeah. That, that one, or the, they got one called a Texas Dirty Bird, and it's got like a sunny side egg with fried jalapenos on it. Good Lord. Sliced wow. brisket. It's, it's phenomenal. I, I add tomato to it and then put the uh, 
what you call it, the spicy sauce on it. There you go. Man, I'm a man knows how to live. Yeah. I love it. There you go. You got to have it. I love it. Um, if you ever uh, are down this way, man, you're always welcome back, man. And, yeah, and one absolutely. day you bring a guitar with you and pick and grin and, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get, walk through songs or talk through songs or you can play some or your favorite Keith Whitley stuff or whatever, man. But you're always welcome. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, thank, you're, thank you all for having me. Bro. Yeah, man, you're part of the team now. <laughs> Welcome to Braves Country, buddy. Hey, I love it. Hey, I've always been a part. I'm just a part now. Right? Yeah, right, there you go. You're on it. Jacob Bryant, wrapping it up here on the Braves Country podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.